Uh, just hold on. Now, sleep. Have your sleep patterns changed during the pandemic? Working from home, not working from home. Either getting, getting more sleep or less sleep. Has it, have your sleep patterns changed? Nine six nine hundred six nine three. 13, 13, 32. I was talking to a, a friend recently who is uh, a specialist doctor, and he said a lot of the patients he was seeing, for other reasons, were mentioning insomnia and saying they had real trouble sleeping since the pandemic started to develop. He called it societal insomnia is the way he described it. Um, on the line is Associate Professor Jeremy Golden. He's Senior Sleep Physician and Head of Sleep Medicine at the Royal Melbourne. Professor, good morning. Good morning, Neil. Is the pandemic affecting sleep? Definitely, Neil. We've seen a significant increase in patients who are presenting with insomnia. Um, they're presenting with very different sleep conditions to what we have previously commonly seen. And the uh, frequency of presenta presentations is consistent with what's happening around the world. There's been studies demonstrating that since the pandemic, there's been a significant increase in insomnia regarding, uh, regardless of uh, the experiences of the country, with a recent paper suggesting 40% of patients, of people are experiencing uh, problems with getting off to sleep or maintaining sleep uh, purely as a consequence of the COVID crisis. And why? What, what is it? Is it, is it? is it nervousness, uncertainty, anxiety? What's doing it? Uh, it's a combination of all of that. Um, there's three, three key factors that we've looked at. The first is the, the COVID um, virus um, uh, and the fear of the COVID virus uh, causing anxiety and stress. The second is the anxiety and stress as a result of the consequences of, of lockdown, for example, as well as um, changes to uh, how people uh, are working um, and, and the homeschooling, and also the changes in, in people's sleep-wake cycles. So often people, uh, particularly if they're working from home, are able to get up later, and as a result, uh, their sleep time should be moving backwards, um, but they're maintaining the same sleep time, spending too long in bed, and that's promoting sleep maintenance insomnia in itself. So well, they're spending time in bed but not sleeping? They're spending time in bed and not sleeping, and when you then have anxiety and stress on top of that, people are mulling over the day's events and mulling over what they've read in the news and the newspapers, and that in itself can then impact their ability to initiate and maintain sleep. And the more stress and anxiety that you have, the worse your insomnia symptoms do become. So it's, it's a vicious cycle. If it is 40%, and that's an extraordinary percentage, 40% suffering the form of insomnia, have you ever seen figures like that before? Uh, no. Insomnia is uh, relatively common, but uh, gen generally uh, in a population, you'd expect approximately 5 to 10% of the population would experience insomnia at any one time. But we're certainly seeing a significant increase in that prevalence. What, uh, what, what do you do? What's the answer? Well, the Sleep Health Foundation of Australia has um, some very nice resources outlining strategies to combat insomnia. And, and, and the main focus really needs to be on reducing anxiety and stress, trying to maintain regular sleep-wake patterns and not spending too short a time or too long a time in bed and really focusing on exercise, um, diet, keep, keep keeping the weights down and considering some online resources. So uh, there's a, a good online resource called Smiling Minds, which is a, a mindfulness app, as well as a program called This Way Up, um, which really focuses on strategies in countering insomnia. 
Yeah. I recall early on in the pandemic having trouble in the middle of the night. I'd wake up in the middle of the night and I'd be going through the day's work and what had to be done and everything, which isn't unusual, but I'd find it hard to get back to sleep. And I would just, I'd got into the habit of, you know, sort of 1am or something hitting a, um, uh, a, a meditation tape, a relaxation tape. What about that sort of thing? Those meditation tapes are excellent. Um, so the smiling mind does focus on meditation. I think the important thing is to not force sleep. So if you go to bed and if you can't unwind or settle the mind and you can't fall asleep within 20 minutes, it's a good idea to leave the bedroom, sit in a quiet room and listen to uh, meditation apps or mindfulness um, tapes. And that can make a big difference in settling your mind so you're ready to fall asleep when you go back into bed. And what is, what, what's a reasonable amount of sleep? Is it still the eight hours? Is that advisable? Um, generally, we would say eight hours uh, is, is the norm, but it can vary from person to person. There are people who get by with less sleep and there are some people who require more sleep. And for an individual person, you really need to find the sweet spot of what's the most appropriate amount of sleep for them. Okay. Is, is what we're talking about here, is it really um, an indicator, if you like, of, 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 of community angst, of general community angst? I, I think that does uh, play some part in, in it. I think... Um, Certainly there is a high level of, of angst and, and stress and anxiety in the community and, 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 and such um, conditions as insomnia as well as weight gain, which has been a big problem, are as a consequence of that. Okay, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. Jeremy Golden, Senior Sleep Physician, Head of Sleep Medicine at Royal Melbourne, Associate Professor Jeremy Golden. Marcel, hello. Yeah, uh, look, I'm... Uh... I'm confused by all this. Uh, uh, we got uh, people like Margaret Thatcher and, and, and Winston Churchill. They used to get out, you know, away and do lots with only two or three hours sleep. Some people get ten hours sleep, and they are zombies. Then all the the, the indicators seem to point out to the fact that we're all different, and some people they feel well. And as a counselor, what I tell my clients to do more of what feels well and do less of what doesn't feel well. The problem resides when you want to get to sleep and you can't but uh, as, as the professor said getting up and meditating while you can't sleep uh, research suggests that 10 minutes of meditation can equal four hours of sleep well uh, yeah I've, I've read that I'm of my experience I don't agree with but I have read that yeah it's a fair point I mean everybody is is different is the, is the point he is taking and you shouldn't the point that also that is being made here though is that people who normally happily get a buy buy on seven eight nine hours sleep whatever it is are now sleeping less and finding it more difficult to sleep because of a degree of anxiety nine six nine hundred six nine three thirteen thirteen thirty two have your sleep patterns changed have you found sleep or getting to sleep more difficult through the pandemic and what about the kids has it affected the kids or are they just Turn off the computer games and go to sleep. Nine six nine hundred six nine three thirteen thirteen thirty two. How well are you sleeping?